Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is Meredith Tullis. Uh, so Meredith uh, is an award-winning uh, children's book author of her book, A Gift to Remember. Um, she's also a self-publishing school student. Uh, and so in this interview, we're going to talk about, so uh, hopefully you've already checked out the interview with Marcy. Uh, one of our children's book coaches. I'm here at Self-Publishing School. If you haven't, check out that uh, interview either on the podcast or on the YouTube channel. That's kind of the X's and O's of writing and publishing a great children's book. Uh, in this interview, I want to talk about uh, kind of from a student experience and as someone who went through the process, like kind of break down a case study. How did she do it? What did she learn? What were the, t- what were the toughest parts? She's won awards already. It hasn't even been, the book hasn't even been out a few months and she's already won awards. Also from an educator perspective. So I know there's a lot of teachers, educators that have recently just kind of been uh, interested in writing children's books. So we'll talk a little bit about that, a, a little bit about that uh, and you're in for a treat. So uh, Meredith, super great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so let's dive in. So uh, first and foremost, how'd you find or hear about us at Self-Publishing School? Well, I had begun to have the idea that I wanted to write a book, and mm-hmm. um, I think I just saw an ad or one of those things, and it was very intriguing. Yeah. So, of course, I went and tried to do research and, and everything like that and uh, read as much as I could, and um, ultimately, I found an acquaintance, and she was a student at SPS. Oh, no way. This yes. is someone that you knew in real life. Yes, in real life. <laughs> No way. Yes. And uh, she is a very successful author with SPS as well. And um, she had wonderful things to say about the program. So it was then and there that I picked up the phone and made that call and wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. And and who was your friend? Miranda Davis. Okay. She's the author of Christian Girl in the Yoga World. And yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love Miranda. She's she's so inspiring. Yeah. Uh, and, and just, uh, I know she was in our PR program and, um, yeah, that's awesome. So she mentioned, so you were thinking about writing a book same time, randomly, one of your friends was like, oh, I did this through self-publishing school. And so then did you watch the training with Marcy, uh, uh, or did you just go straight to booking a call with the team or what did that process? I, I watched the training. Um, yeah. and then I just thought, I really, I want to talk to somebody over there. I want to, you know, learn more and I had questions and, um, so after I watched the training and got a little more information, that's when I picked up the phone and cool. talked to an awesome person there. And do you remember who it was? Oh gosh. It may have been Dylan. maybe. Yeah. Dylan. Yeah. Nice. Um, cool. I have lots of questions. So bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. That's awesome. Uh, and so guys, I'll, I'll talk about this in a little bit. We got a brand new, uh, training and a brand new entire children's book course, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the link to that at the end of this episode. Uh, it's coming up pretty much immediately after this uh, episode's airs. So check that out. So, um, all right. So, so you, you joined the program. What was the, I want to go why, and then I want to get into like X's and O's. 
Sure. Let's let's start teaching and 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 kind of uh, hear, hear your experience. So, um, what what was the tipping point for you? Why did you say, "Hey, this is something that I need to do," and like I'm going to go through the process. I'm going to work with self publishing school, all that good stuff. So my book was inspired by my son. It was his letter to Santa Claus. And mm -hmm. um, it was that moment. I've always wanted to write. And I think a lot yeah. of writers say, you know, will say that. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do this. And um, it was just that moment that I thought, okay, this is, this is it. This is what I want to do. Um, but I want to do it with excellence. I, I, I'm a, from a background of ballet and it's something that we've just, we train and train and train to be as excellent as possible. Um, and I thought I need, I need someone to, that has gone before me to help me through that process, show me what steps maybe I'm not aware are even, even exists. Um, and so that was why I ultimately, thought, okay, I've gotten a little, I was, I was decently far along in the process, but I thought, I really don't know what I'm doing ultimately. Yeah. And, um, I just, I wanted that, that guidance and that education, you know, to try to produce something that was, a, you know, good quality. Quality hundred percent. And I think that's every, every person listening or watching that wants to write a children's books is it's that right it's it's not just okay how do I publish something but how do I publish something of substance and of quality that I'm going to be proud of that like this is part of my legacy almost like long after you're off the service I say this about my books too but like that book's still there uh, and are still here and it's it's quality so where, where were you at in the process when you joined you said you'd already actually made a decent amount of progress yeah, so I had completed um, the manuscript. I've just kind of just all came out, you know, like it does. And, <laughs> um, and then I actually had already tried to research illustrators and found one that I really, really was drawn to. Um, and then that's when, to me, it started getting real, you know. And um, and like you're saying, that legacy, like I wanted to show my son that his unselfish letter and his kindness can make waves but I wanted to do it in a quality way. And um, like you're saying, any any children's author realizes like this is going to be a part of a family, not only the children, but the parents too. Yeah. And yeah. that is such a an honor. And you just, you know, you want to be, you want to produce a great, a great book. That's great. So you got the manuscript done. Um, you joined self-publishing school. Um, and you start going through the process, like what were the beginning stages of that process? Like, so you wrote the manuscript already. How many words was it actually? It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think at that point it was probably about 800. Um, okay. And okay. I knew um, that it needed to be shorter. You know, the industry mm -hmm. standard is typically 700 or less, but yeah. um, funny story. I was, it's written in rhyme and in, in a poetic mm -hmm. fashion. And, and mm -hmm. typically that's like the first, like you have to really, uh, you know, not everyone should just go out and rhyme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that one of the first things that your coach talked to you about is like, Hey, this is kind of a difficult uh, way to do this. Yes. And, yeah. um, you know, so then I knew it needed to be cut down, you know, even more. Um, so then it really just started, like you're saying, the X's and the O's, like, okay, what do I need to start with first? This is what I've done. And I'm happy if it's not right to just backtrack and, you know, start over because they're, like I said, people who've done this, they have so much wisdom to impart and it's okay if you have to go back a few steps, you know? Yeah. So then I got into, you know, a real editing phase and using an editor and um, going through that process first. 
Nice. And so how did you edit it down? And what would your, what would your tips be for anyone else? Cause I mean, I know you were like, it's a lot. I had to go from 800 to seven, 700 or 750, which is kind of the sweet spot for the type of book that you have. I know a lot of other people who start and they're like, oh, I've got like 1500 words or 2000 words. Like, so how did you trim it down and any tips for folks who maybe have just written way too much and need to need to trim it down? Yes, absolutely. Um, and funny, don't feel bad if you're that person because I'm working on a second book already and it was close to 2000. So. <laughs> That's why you're laughing. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so for me, um, one of the huge points I remember during the going through the program was, you know, think about what the illustrator is doing as well. Is are they, is he or she also telling a part of the story? And to me, that uh, was pivotal. Nice. Um, yeah. You know, for example, Johnny is holding a ball. Maybe I wrote that, but yet the illustration is showing that. Well, then I can just cross that out, you know? And so that was huge for me is the artwork um, helping me tell the story. So I started whittling that down um, and that made a huge impact for me. And then with children's works, you know, you realize the weight of each word that you write because you can't write a lot. <laughs> um, so every word, is it important? What is it saying? Um, and then especially once you get into rhyme, you know, the cadence and, and the way it flows and the rhythm and, and reading it out loud. And so going through all that, but for me, one of the points of the course, which was huge was, you know, think of the whole picture of what uh -huh. is the illustrator saying? What are you saying? So if you see the condensed manuscript, you know, there's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of the story over in the illustrator notes. Right. So that's great. That's great. And is there anything that you're doing differently with book number two? Obviously you've got a, a bigger gap to close from 2000, uh, from 2000 words, like anything else that you're doing or any tips for others who are in that exact spot. And they're like, okay, I get that, but I still have way too many words. Like any other tips on how to, how to condense it down, but still not lose the story or the narrative. Um, you know, I feel, I love detail. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, so I like adjectives. <laughs> so for me, it was it was literally going line for line and taking breaks. Um, you know, maybe I'll go through one page of, or two pages of lines and really think, okay, do I need three adjectives to describe what I'm saying in one sentence? No, you know, um, and then taking a break and stepping away and then coming back because that just, you know, it changes your perspective and you're like, oh yeah, no, I don't need that. Um, so for me, and, and this one is a bit, was actually a bit more challenging, the second book, because it's not written in rhyme. Um, and so perhaps that's a bit more challenging for me personally. Um, and so I really had to, you know, go through more of that process of just taking a step back and then revisiting it. That's great. Now, what um, if we're, well, and actually, just a sidebar here, I, I remember, I think this is Jerry Seinfeld quote about that he would spend an hour trying to figure out how to remove one word from a joke wow. and just kind of the whole, I mean, it's the Abraham Lincoln. If I would have had more time, I would have wrote a shorter letter kind of <laughs> yeah. philosophy, right. Of like, uh, and, and, but for, from a, I think, you know, from a jokes perspective, probably similar to a children's book perspective and theme of like, 
you know, less words, same impact or less mm-hmm. words, greater impact. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's why for Jerry Seinfeld, it, it, he's saying, Oh, if I can remove one word, like it's quicker to the punchline, it's a simpler joke mm-hmm. and it's more likely to get a laugh. Um, and so just kind of that philosophy and uh, which I think definitely applies here. I'd love to move forward. So, you know, moving, so you manuscript, editing, uh, you mentioned illustrator. How'd you find an, a good illustrator? Uh, and then any tips or lessons that you learned from the illustration process that might be helpful for others? Yeah. So um, I had, like I said, I had kind of just gone on out on my own before I joined SPS, just searching. I went on different, you know, Upwork and Fiverr and, you know, all of those things. Um, I happened to stumble upon the illustrator that I, that helped with my book. Um, But then when I joined SPS, you know, I thought, I mean, the resources are just amazing. They're countless that, you know, and to have a referral is huge because that means someone has used them and and you can trust that. Um, But I was very fortunate because I, I I did find him and, and struck up a conversation and, um, it worked out, um, luckily, and he's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think it's, you know, it's so comforting if you're a student with SPS to go through what they call the, you know, you guys call the Rolodex and and ha- be able to look at, at all the suggestions and see if something catches your eye or, or matches what you're looking for. Um, so I, I look forward to utilizing that also in the future. Yeah. Nice. And, and then any tips, like if you look at the process, were there any pieces that if you said, okay, Meredith, knowing what you know now, the, the, the person who's listening to this or watching this, who's about to embark on that illustrator journey, like any tips to save time, save money, simplify the process? Yeah. So I think really um, having a very direct conversation at first of how does that artist work? Um, they all work so differently. Um, you know, asking how much detail do you want? How much direction do you want from me as the author? Um, for example, you know, I said, I asked in the second book I'm doing um, with the same illustrator, I just said, okay, now that we've gone through this and sort of hashed it out, you know, <laughs> in the first book, what what do you want me to do different in the second book? What would make your life easier? Um, and That's so great. Great question. I think giving, asking how much information they want but then on the other side of the coin, respecting their artistic process as well, because um, I can be very, um, (laughs) you know, know, but then to watch someone take what I wrote and turn it into something so much greater than I could have ever Mm -hmm. lined out, you know? Um, So I would say in both, the communication, I would say, is just vital and appreciation because what they're pouring into the pages is, you know, is amazing, just like what you pour as an author yeah. into the pages. Yeah, awesome. That's fantastic. And so, so you, you, you know, you go through the illustration process uh, and then, you know, go through the formatting process and then you're ready to publish. What was the publishing process like? And, 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 or actually, yeah, what was the publishing process like? And I want to circle back and talk about marketing separately, but any lessons learned or key takeaways, again, for that person who's kind of Meredith pre-SPS or um, pre-book number one, that, that like any lessons learned from that publishing uh, piece? Yeah, so when you're ready to get there, um, it is 
so amazing and so terrifying at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if you went through that with your first book. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think what has been, was so amazing was to have the SPS community. There's a, a huge community with, within the school and the training school and um, having people behind you and, and enjoying the process um, and then really following the lessons. And because if you do that, you're going to have all your ducks in a row. Uh, and, it, you know, you can feel comfortable that when you're about to click those buttons to say publish and go through that process, um, that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, and I remember in my house, isn't it? Oh, it's you're, so terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, and I had my boys and my husband around me and I was, and then they all just screamed and it was the coolest moment. Um, but behind that were so many wonderful people, you know, family and friends. Yes. But, um, SPS members that were ready in the wings waiting to support the book and, and, um, you know, support its mission and its message. And that's huge. And it's, it's very comforting too. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. And what a moment with your family. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. That's super yeah. cool. So what was, uh, kind of speaking of that, what what was the most rewarding part of the process for you? Hmm. I think the most rewarding was when I finally looked at my older son, who was the one who wrote the letter. And I just said, you know, one little letter, you know, I said it could change someone's lives. And he's, he just matter of fact looks at me and just goes, well, yeah, I hope so. You know, <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> that is awesome. So That's I think so for great. me, just, just watching that. And like you say, um, you know, I know you've said this a couple of times, you know, the legacy behind a children's book is yeah, and behind any book, frankly, but, um, I think that's probably the most rewarding part. And then learning. I have so enjoyed the education yeah. um, behind what I've learned at SPS. Yeah. I couldn't, ha I would have never been able to, to produce such a book like, you know, a book like this that yeah. without it really. That's so great. And I think that there's two big lessons there, right? Which is the, it's, you know, we say this all the time. It's not about the book. It's about who you become in the process and like all the life skills and the things that you learn and, and, all kinds of things, whether it's project management, communication, time management, writing skills, like just across the board. Um, but then, uh, but then also, like like you mentioned, I mean, just the power of children's books to shape the future of our generation. And to, I mean, it's I think it's just such an important uh, thing that just shapes the lives of of kids <laughs> uh, and 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 helps teach such impactful lessons. I think we can all we can all think about. Uh, those those things in our childhood, right? Like for me, it was the giving tree. Like that oh, was yeah. like the book that I remember that growing up, I wanted to read it all the time and just so many life lessons and uh, things I learned along the way uh, from that book. Hey, I want to go flip side. What was the toughest part of the whole process? The hardest part for you? Um, I think, you know, um, I, I, you know, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty open book. Like I, formatting because I tried to do it myself and that was a yeah. horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about that. So, Did you, you just, you, you struggled through the process? Like what was I, that like? I did. And I should have listened to the course, but I didn't. And 
because I was, you know, I tried to save a few bucks, you know, and which, you know, everyone is guilty of that. Um, so I thought the illustrator had done so much formatting. I was very fortunate that I thought, oh, well, I mean, I'm a smart person. I can figure this out. And it just did not, you know, I was trying to hash through it and then it just, it didn't translate right. And I had the specs wrong and, and I thought, okay, learn lesson learned. <laughs> and then I uh, went out and found a, a formatter to help correct and finish, <laughs> um, mm, correct nice. what I had done and then, you know, help me finish it out. And um, so I would say that was kind of the toughest moment because, because yeah. it is a, a, you know, a Christmas book, I wanted to have it out. Um, the original plan was July, kind of a Christmas in July to sort of mm. build its foundation. That was the mm -hmm. principle behind it. Um, mm -hmm. Also in turn, um, the world turned a little bit upside down during um, sort of the end parts of finishing out the book. Um, yeah. So, but I still wanted to bring that bright light into the world. Um, so yeah. I, I was like, okay, enough. I need to go get a real, you know, professional formatter and, you know. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, that's a good lesson learned for everyone. It's hire a professional. Um, yeah. and, and it might cost a little bit more, but if you factor in your time, <laughs> you'll oh. actually probably, probably save money. <laughs> Oh man, that's think, great. Uh, you know, I think the other tough thing is you, I think as a, especially like as a debut author or anyone listening, you know, you're going to always be, you're going to have that, mo those moments where you're like, is it good enough? Is it, you know, am I representing yes. myself? Well, am I representing SPS because I'm a student there and, and, mm -hmm. you know, am I, am I doing this well enough? And you're going to wrestle with that, but you know, you don't ever want to let it stop you. Um, because ultimately you are going to create something great. Mm -hmm. um, but we are, we're, we are all going to wrestle and have those moments of doubt. So those went in there a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. How do you wrestle through that? And, and any tips for folks on if, when, not, I guess, honestly, not if, but when they hit that moment, like how to push through that? I think the ultimate question you have to ask yourself is, do you believe in the book? And if you believe in it, then parents and children are gonna believe in it. And I think if um, you just remember that and that there's a reason you're writing this book, even if it's something, even if it's just if it's a silly book that's designed to make children laugh and it doesn't have you know, a, a big, huge message behind it, like laughter is super important. And um, if you remember the weight that it will carry and, and how it will benefit children, um, then you can, you just say, okay, just, I, I just kept telling like my husband and, and my friends and my family, I'm like one step at a time. Like, don't try to think way ahead, way down the line, just one step at a time. And when that doubt creeps up, you just remember why you're doing it and where your heart is, and then just take that next step. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement and totally agree with that kind of one step at a time uh, mentality. 
What, so you, you alluded to this a second ago, um, and I was already going to ask about this. So I'm curious to learn more. Uh, is publishing a, 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 like a Christmas book in June, July? Like, what was the thought process uh, behind that? And, and, and why publish it? Because I, and I think this connects to a question that we get all the time is should I change my publishing date based on XYZ, <laughs> based on COVID, based on, you know, before the holidays, after the holidays, before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, here, there's this, oh, election days on a Tuesday, should I not do that? Like, should I publish it? Like kind of almost altering the publish date based on what's going on or holidays or things like that. So what was your thought process behind that and why publish in June, July or whatever that range was that you published? Sure. No, that's a, that's a great point. And um, I definitely see how, you know, everyone can kind of waver on, should I change my plan? Um, my original thought, well, I really believe, so in, in my career, I've built a lot of um, programming for ballet and free programming and sustainable programming within communities. And the thing I've learned the most in the business side is you have to build a good foundation. If you don't have that, it's just not going to work. It's going to topple. And for me, the idea was, well, if I can release this in Christmas, you know, Christmas in July, then I have time to build the foundation. I have time to build awareness of the book. Um, I have time to see if people review it and like it and, and have that so that when we hit what we're about to hit, which is the holidays, um, it has a foundation behind it um, rather than me trying to just jump in when so many other authors are producing incredible Christmas books um, that I've built a foundation for the book to usher it into the holiday. Um, yeah, so I really, um, and then moving forward, just I kind of have that mentality in, in any of the things I'm doing as an author or a writer or a speaker is what's the foundation? What's, what's holding my message up? Um, and then of course I am just like everybody else. I was like, well, do I change this? You know, <laughs> because at that time the pandemic was, um, you know, well still is, but you know, we were in the pandemic and actually my husband is a frontline nurse as well. So my house was interesting <laughs> and, uh, you know, and wow. I just, I had the same question as I, should I, should I stop? Should I just press the pause button and stop? And the answer is just no, like I <laughs> no, because even though it seemed chaotic and whatever, I also think that there's a reason you that people want to do it when they want to do it. And um, sometimes that can equal opportunity as well. And that's how I looked at it is what's the opportunity here? Um, yes, it's kind of an odd time. But at that point, then my whole goal was, well, you know what, this is joy and happiness and Yes. beautiful book and why not why not in june and july that's so great and, and great 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 tips and takeaways um so uh, let's see so you published the book in june july and i love the thought process behind building film i love two things a the focus on foundations and building foundations and we totally see eye to eye on that and then secondly is like taking a long view to the book promotion and not just i think the mistake that i see a lot of people make is like launch week or launch month. I'm going to go all in. I'm talking about the book, all that. And then as soon as that's done, I, I'm done with that. And I'm moving on to the next book or I'm moving on to the next project. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just the importance of just really continuing to promote the book. 
uh, and continuing to do podcast interviews, to do Amazon ads, to do promotions, like all the things that we teach and talk about beyond the book. Um, so that it truly is beyond just a launch. Uh, and I think that's, um, that's super important. So uh, you published in, uh, in, in June, July, what did you do to market the book? What's worked the best so far? Like what sold books? Um, and I mean, you've got some good momentum with reviews, like what's working from a marketing perspective and where's your focus from the marketing perspective? So, um, you know, the reviews certainly were super helpful to get the book, you know, off and running and SPS is, has great, you know, they help you understand that whole process and why those reviews are important and, and how to go about talking to people about your book and asking them to review it. Um, and so that was sort of the initial, just let's get some reviews. Let's see kind of what people think about it on, and, you know, in all honesty. And, um, and that would help me as an author prepare for talking about it in podcasts in the future to see people's perspectives right up, you know, out of the gate. Um, and then, you know, the, the chances, number one, it was summer. So most, of the, most schools weren't in session. And then number two, with, you know, coronavirus, it's changed a little bit, sort of the school visiting, author visiting. So I thought I need to have, you know, kind of a different plan for a little while. Um, and so I actually, I said, you know, I really want to get my name out there and, and promote the book, but I want to do so to also have more writing opportunities. And so I started inquiring and just started guests doing guest articles. And when they found out I had a book, um, they were like, yes, please write an article. And, um, it just sort of snowballed, um, and, you know, and that way people can, can see me and hear about me. And then they learn about my book and sort of a, a different way of marketing. And um, I know SPS and you are a huge proponent. Sometimes you just have to ask. And that's literally what I did. Um, hey, I saw your great magazine and um, would you be interested in an article? And um, and it went from there. And then now that's you great. become, I became like a regular contributor. I've been asked to become a regular contributor. And <laughs> You know, and then um, podcasts, you know, so much is virtual and, and online now. And um, that's been a huge tool for me um, just to be able to have conversations that maybe I would have gotten to have in schools and in community centers and things, um, you know, because I think conversations, especially in children's books, are really, really important. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. So that's kind of been my marketing strategy. It's going to change a little bit now that the holidays are here, you know, with yeah. more ads and, and things like that. Um, that was kind of the initial strategies. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so guest posts and magazines and um, podcast interviews and stuff like that. How do you even find who to reach out to and how do you reach out to the first one and get your first yes? Yeah. Another terrifying moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's so funny. My girlfriend is in the, is it, it, she's publishing her book within the next month. And so she started doing the first reach outs. It's a children's book. Uh, and, and she started doing the first reach outs to the podcast. And she's like, this is terrifying. <laughs> she's like, I love the writing, but this is, this is stressing me out. So yeah. it's like, yeah, how, how do you, yeah. I guess the questions I just asked about how, how'd you find who to reach out to and get your first yes. Yeah, so I think also you have to figure out your your strengths and your weaknesses as as a person. You know, maybe you are you really love the writing, but yet maybe you're not so thrilled about the marketing part of it, or maybe you're vice versa. 
Um, or maybe you're like, okay, maybe. Um, so I think figuring first out what your goals are and kind of what you're good at or not good at. But then, um, you know, kind of using that map of, of just starting kind of where you're from, just start locally. Um, I think that that um, is super important. Um, local cities care about their authors. Um, so I think starting, you know, on a local and community level, that's kind of where I started. Um, and I was terrified and um, in your first podcast and I've spoken to countless news people and in, in, in my career and, but it, there was just something about a podcast, you know? And um, so just marching forward from the community and local perspectives and, um, looking, getting a draft of what you want to say and, and trying to make it as concise as possible. And, um, and SPS is really, again, great. It's just sort of helping you start to take those steps one at a time. Um, so while you want to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I want to be on Oprah yeah. or, you know, all those yeah. things in time, just, yeah. you know, start at the local level and then First step. grow. That's great. That's awesome. And, and, and yes, I think it, 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 I think the difference, I love that you touched on, hey, I've, I've done this in my career, but I think it feels different when you're talking about a thing that you created, mm -hmm. right? It's like, if you're on the news or on a podcast or speaking and you're speaking about a, a different business, a school, a, a thing, an organization, it's like, oh, I'm representing this thing. But when you go from representing this thing to representing yourself and representing your the thing that you created, I feel like for most people in their head, it gets way scarier because I think in some way it feels more vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this getting guest articles and uh, and podcast interviews and stuff like that. Any any super practical tips on like because I think I think sometimes people hear advice like this and they're like, okay, great, but like, how do I get the first one? So like, mm -hmm. did you, what did you do? Did you just email them? Did you get, did you know someone? Did you call them? Like, what was even like the super practical, like, okay, th and then I got my first guest post or magazine contribution or podcast. Yeah, so um, I think it's important first to identify um, sort of your genre of children's work. So it, what message is it telling? Um, and then who might be that, you know, audience, whether it's, you know, if it's a STEM book, you know, and science-based and the fun stories about science and agriculture and space and, or if it's about, you know, something emotional or if it's about, you know, faith-based book, um, you know, first identifying what more of the, the audience that would be easily, you know, receive that really well. Um, and then, you know, I am guilty of just looking at my phone and being like, okay, who are my friends and, and do they know anybody? Um, <laughs> you know, cause your friends are willing to help. It's amazing. And, um, reaching out to them and then thinking, okay, well, let's see, maybe the planetarium might be interested. They're running, they have a magazine or, um, oh, cool. you know, things like that. And then literally, yes, just trying to find, you know, an email and crafting an email and, and just hit send, just, it's okay. <laughs> if it's not perfect, just, yeah. just hit send and you'll be shocked at what happens. I was. And, and it sounds so. It sounds like some of the some of the first wins came from two things: reaching out to friends and saying, "Hey, who do you know?" or um, "Could you help me with this?" And then also just hitting send. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's great. 
let's let's shift gears. Well, I want to ask you one more marketing question, kind of looking forward, uh, and then yeah, I think a couple more questions. So, looking forward, obviously, this is a seasonal holiday-based book. What are you doing to focus promotion leading up to and around the holidays? Like anything you're doing from like an intentional marketing perspective or podcasts or promotions or ads or anything like that? Mm -hmm. So again, going back to June, July, like not a whole lot of people want to talk about Christmas then, you know, they're just not ready and I get it. It's okay. You know, even though I want to put my tree up, it's okay. (laughs) Um, So I knew intentionally lots of marketing needed to hit basically right now. I mean, we're about to hit November 1st. Um, So everyone kind of starts to have that shift into the holiday season. So again, laying that foundation of, am I a credible author? Am I someone that they're going to take seriously? And some of that guest writing and and articles help, you know, okay, yeah, she has a book. Oh, and she's writing for magazines. And so building that foundation, knowing that, you know, a little bit more intense marketing needed to happen at this time. So yes, so now I um, have booked podcasts. Um, I'm a a couple of magazines have picked up the book. Um, so like about three magazines are about to hit all right in that November. Nice. Um, That's great. Yeah. And then really um, watching, um, I had, it, it was just mind blowing this when the a gift to remember was published and it hit number one new release in like five categories. Like it was just the most amazing thing ever. Um, and SPS was so pivotal for that to happen and all the processes and not only how how to do it, but understanding how all of this works. Um, and because of that, my question was, okay, I, I, did, I hit that, but then how do I maintain that going into November? Um, if you, you know, type in certain searches, for example, on Amazon, where is my book falling and, and can I keep uh, it great. within a yeah. decent range? So I'm maybe I'm on page one or two or three and not page, you know, 95. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so intensifying the marketing, learning about ads, um, you yeah. know, as your courses teach and, and yeah. just pushing more now. So what's an example of one or two phrases that, that you care about or have looked at and said, Hey, I'd love to show up at the top of search for this thing. So um, one of the genres. My book does have a faith-based undertone, so um, I wanted to show up under Christian Christmas books for children. Um, cool. Great. There's a yeah. there's a incredible books, um, just marvelous authors, and um, but that was one that you know again kind of identifying my my audience. Um, but then on the flip side, my book is quite quite unique in the fact it's it's um, Santa Claus, but yet also a faith Facebook. So I also knew I had a different market as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, in working, um, Twas the Night for Christmas and Christmas rhyming books and um, Christmas traditional books, things of yeah. that, that like you and I probably grew up reading, you know, yeah. and, and those traditional Christmas books. So, um, you know, kind of going after those keywords or key phrases that I feel like parents search at Christmas time, yeah. you know. 
Absolutely. And, and so it's a good takeaway for everyone. What are people searching for? How do you get your book to rank for those keywords? And think about if you are the audience, think about what are the things I would search to buy a book for my kid? <laughs> and then, okay, now how do I get my book to rank for that? And there's a lot of things we talked about and teach on Amazon SEO. And there's mm -hmm. a great episode um, on the podcast with Dave Chesson. Um, check that one out. That's a really good one. Um, so one quick follow-up, and then I want to just do a brief, uh, briefly touch on the, um, the award you won with the book. So, uh, but, but quick, actually not follow-up question, but more a follow-up point is, so one thing, uh, Meredith, and I think this, this just speaks to grassroots marketing, which I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan of, is you sent me a copy of your book and a little ornament uh, and a note. Uh, and, and that is so important. And it's something that I always believe in just going analog when everyone's digital. And I've, <laughs> I've sent thank you notes and gifts for years and years and years. It was a year I did a thank you card every single day um, for 365 days in a row. Um, um, mm. and, and just the things that came out of that were crazy. And so I think that's important because even fast forward to now, it's, I was like, I went to Marcy, our children's book uh, coach, or one of our children's book coaches at SPS. And I said, Hey, I want to interview one of our children's book authors. Like, who do you recommend? And there were a few names and I was like, Oh, Meredith, she's the one who sent me that book. Let's, let's bring her on. Uh, and, and like, and so like that, that in a lot of ways is the difference and just standing out. Uh, and so I think that's so important, a really great takeaway and just something that you you've done um, well. And I really appreciate uh, So no, that's such a great point. I think it's, um, and I would encourage, you know, any, any person who, any author who ends up writing a children's book, and if you are sending it to someone, whether it's a reviewer or, or to Chandler Bolt or to, um, you know, anybody, try to make it personal because, you know, it goes a long way, um, just as the members of your team who helped you get to this point, your editor and your illustrator and yeah. your formatter and, and realizing and showing appreciation and just being very detailed um, because it makes them feel special. It makes them feel like really you didn't is. just slap a book in an envelope, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, last, last question. Mm -hmm. um, you, you won an award with your book. How, how did that come about? I mean, award, award winnings, uh, award winning children's book author, that's got a ring to it. So weird. <laughs> Like, how did that happen? Any tips for folks on finding places to submit or did you submit for it? Did it just happen? Like any tips for other folks who would say, yes, I want to submit my book for, to win an award after I publish, like what would that process look like? Yeah. So, you know, just going through the courses and, and talking with other authors, you know, you realize that there are awards out there. Um, and so I just started kind of looking into them and, and what are they looking for? What are the categories? Um, and so I just began to submit and that was actually the first one I submitted for and, um, it ended up coming back and I thought, whoa. Um, so I would say just, you know, really talk to other authors in the community. Um, who did they apply to? Um, and then I realized, you know, with awards like this, if, if in fact you do win one, you know, then they go out and start talking about your book and that's amazing. Um, and I think also parents have a tendency to, to really navigate towards awards um, because they're like, oh, you know, there, there can be a trust level there. So I think it ultimately can help. Um, but, you know, just go through, you know, the award website, you know, line for line, read it all. 
um, and then submit and you just, you don't ever know what's going to happen. And so I did end up submitting for others and they'll tell you when they are going to award. Um, and so, you know, it can be a few months. Um, so we'll see what, what else happens. <laughs> That's awesome. How many, how many did you submit for? I so think far? I submitted for three total. Okay. Wow. And one out of three ain't bad. That's one out awesome. three ain't bad. <laughs> Yeah. Holy cow. All right. Well, maybe you should submit to some more. <laughs> that sounds like a good use of your time. Yeah. Last, last question. Knowing what you know now, Meredith, I mean, as someone who's went through the entire process, you're working on your second book, like what, what would your, what would be your parting tip or piece of advice um, for the other Merediths out there who are about to embark on this journey? Uh, and, 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 and yeah, just kind of knowing what you know now. I think the first thing is to take that step. Um, if you're thinking about writing and if it's something that you wanted to do, um, I can't imagine my life now without saying I did a book. Like it's something I, so I think the first thing is to just take that step. Um, for me, that was, that was, that was the bridge. Um, that was the bridge from a dream to a reality. That's a beautiful dream. Um, and so I'd say that's the first tip. And then the second is enjoy the process. And especially if you get to be a member of SPS and, and, and have that foundation behind you and the community behind you, um, and you, and you go lesson by lesson and line for line, um, don't forget to enjoy, enjoy the process. That's something I've loved is, um, of course I stressed a little, let's, let's be real. I mean, <laughs> you know, but having those beautiful moments and enjoying and then, um, and enjoying it with everyone around you. Um, and then you'll find yourself wanting to do more books. Um, and then you, you've learned awesome. so much, you know? Yeah. It's all about the journey and who you're becoming in the process, yes. uh, which is amazing. Uh, this has been fantastic guys. Um, I, I'm going to circle back in just a minute. Um, kind of final words for Meredith, um, but before I do two resources, so Meredith just mentioned taking the first step. Um, so we've got two resources right now. So um, as of the time of this uh, webinar being, or, or sorry, not webinar, um, this podcast being released uh, next week from publication date, um, we've got a live training uh, with one of our uh, children's book coaches, Marcy Pusey, uh, all about how to write and publish a high quality children's book. Uh, that parents love to buy and kids love to read. Okay, so um, that's gonna be an amazing training. You can register register for that training. Go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash kids. Okay, kids with an S, self-publishingschool.com forward slash kids uh, with an S. Uh, and you can register for that webinar there. If you're watching this after the live training has already happened, no problem, go to that same exact link. Uh, and we'll link to uh, a recorded version of that training that you, you can watch. So you can still um, watch that training. Uh, and then secondly, if you said, hey, uh, I've heard enough. Uh, I just want to work with you guys. <laughs> um, you can go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash children. Okay, that's self-publishingschool.com forward slash children. You can book a call um, with my team at Self-Publishing School. They can chat through your goals with your book, your challenges with your book, your next steps, and 
whether or not it's a fit to work with us and that sort of thing. I know that Meredith mentioned uh, kind of at the top of this interview that that was, you're poking around, poking around, had a friend that did it and said, all right, I just need to talk to someone. And then that start that kickstarted this whole journey. So um, that could be the kickstart of the journey um, for you and exciting announcement. So uh, we are, we've got a brand new um, children's book program that we're releasing. Very, very exciting. We've been working hard behind the scenes on this for months now, uh, and it's going to be releasing in tandem with this live webinar. So if you want to be one of the first students to join the brand new program, you can book a call with the team, self-publishingschool.com forward slash children, um, or uh, show up to the webinar, learn, and we'll talk about um, an enrollment opportunity there. In case you missed it, this is kind of exciting. Uh, the first hundred members of the new children's book program are funding a library um, through the Fund a Library organization. Uh, you can find out more about that. We've already funded one library. Our goal is to fund uh, one more uh, at least and then, be, and then keep funding libraries. So uh, you could be a founding member and uh, be part of funding a library uh, in Africa, which is super exciting. So, uh, and our hope is it's, at some point we'll have actually uh, SPS students, SPS students books uh, in some of those libraries, which would just be um, really, really cool. So, um, Register for the webinar if you're interested in that or join the program. Be one of the founding members, self-publishingschool.com forward slash children. You can book a call with the team there. Meredith, this has been awesome. So, so, so helpful. And I really think people are going to get a lot out of this is, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to hear uh, from someone who coaches the process. And I think it's another thing to hear from someone who just went through the process. And so I think this is going to be really helpful for folks. Where can people go uh, to find out more about you? Uh, and, and more importantly, I mean, get your book. Uh, where can they go to do that? So they can visit meredithtellus.com and you can learn about me and, and my likes, you know, my favorite color, totally really appropriate things <laughs> you want to know. Um, and uh, through there, there's a link to buy the book there, or you can go on to Amazon and, um, you know, I have it in all the different formats. So hardcover, paperback, ebook, whatever you enjoy, um, it's available there. Awesome. A gift to remember. Check it out. Grab a copy of Meredith's book. Uh, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you can be listening to, YouTube channels that you can be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode all right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that. I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right. All you have to do is go to register to sign up, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step. So how to implement with your book. So how to write, 
how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.